Another MOOC provider has found the business training sector provides a more reliable customer base than academic students. On December 10th, Coursera announced its enterprise training business has witnessed 100% year-over-year growth and now stands as the company's largest customer share. Hi, my name is Henry Kronk for eLearning Inside. This is Ed Technically. This week, we're going to discuss Coursera's announcement and talk about how their business has changed in the past few years. Now, I am recording this episode from an Airbnb in Mexico City, and there might be some street noise that you hear from the outside, and I apologize for that. So, in 2019, Coursera signed or renewed deals with companies like Adobe, Mastercraft, Southwest Airlines, and the New York City Department of Small Business Services, among others. Over the company's history, they've partnered with over 2,000 businesses to deliver employee training, 60 of which are among the Fortune 500. These statements stand in some contrast to where Coursera and the world of MOOCs were at large just a few years ago. In 2012, co-founders and Stanford professors Daphne Kohler and Andrew Ng told Fast Company's Anya Kamenitz that their goal was to, quote, teach millions of people around the world for free while also transforming how top universities teach, end quote. That vision, unlike those espoused by some other original MOOC providers, has been realized. Coursera continues to partner with universities and professors to offer massive open online courses to students that can be audited for free. But to power this engine, Coursera for Business has begun to provide the fuel. In 2018, Forbes estimated Coursera brought in $140 million in gross revenue. As a private company, exact details regarding the company's profitability remain a mystery. But Coursera never made too many ideological bones about using MOOCs to earn. They launched as a for-profit from the get-go and quickly snapped up millions in venture capital funding. To date, they have taken in uh, $313.1 million in venture funding, according to Crunchbase, over the course of nine rounds. Their latest, a Series E, was announced in April of this year and tipped the company firmly into unicorn status with a valuation of quote-unquote well over $1 billion, according to TechCrunch. This arrangement has allowed Coursera to become the largest MOOC provider in terms of users. According to Class Central's 2018 MOOC report, 37 million learners had registered. edX stood in second place with 18 million. As Class Central founder Dawal Shah wrote in June, quote, MOOCs were born without a business model, end quote. It appears, though, that through the balance of academic and enterprise offerings, and thanks to the success of Coursera for Business, the company has found a level of sustainability and profitability that some of its competitors have not. Udacity, launched by Stanford professor Sebastian Thrun, arrived at unicorn status before Coursera, 
But in the past year, they've undergone massive layoffs, restructuring, and leadership change. In 2018, while Coursera took in an estimated $140 million, Udacity earned an estimated $90 million. edX, a nonprofit, doesn't make for the best apples-to-apples comparison. In their fiscal year 2017-990, they reported just under $60 million in revenue. Looking into the future, the forecast appears sunny for Coursera, thanks largely to Coursera for Business. As Coursera's chief enterprise officer, Leah Belsky, said in a statement, quote, Companies pursuing digital transformation must take responsibility for training employees in digital and technical skills. This mandate isn't unique to any industry or enterprise. To compete in the changing economy, all must take action. We are thrilled that our rapidly expanding customer base in North America reflects just that, a diverse network of companies ranging from small businesses to the Fortune 500, spanning several verticals, including telecom, technology, and financial services." This has been Ed Technically. My name is Henry Kronk. I'm the editor at eLearning Inside. If you like this episode, please rate and review. If you'd like to hear more, please subscribe. Also keep in mind that this show is available as a video on our YouTube channel and also as a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. The basic content for this video first appeared as an article on eLearning Inside. If you'd like to learn more about online courses, technology in the classroom, and EdTech in general, please check out our site. If you'd like to get in touch with me, please send an email to henry at elearninginside.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at elearninginside. Thanks for listening.